Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Where are the best patios to dine on in this town? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. So um, I really do want to know, I want suggestions, where the best outdoor dining is in this city. Because yeah. it's a thing. On Sunday... You may recall Mm -hmm. it was Father's Day Mm -hmm. and we were, it was such a beautiful day and my husband, his one and only request was like, let's go find a patio to eat on. And listen, like I'm not usually a great outdoor diner because sunshine and bugs. I usually do too, but there are precious few days uh, in the Twin Cities where it really is like you kind of have to seize the moment and find a great patio to sit on. Mm-hmm. And this, to me, one of the things that makes a great patio is a good view. There are some patios that overlook a dirty driveway yeah. or a dirty parking lot. And I'm not, I don't want to diss those patios. They serve a purpose. They're not, free. I just don't, I want a good view if I'm going to eat outside. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Where are the best patios in the city? We ended up, by the way, at the Lowry, which no, that's not true. Actually, we ended up at Longfellow Grill, another blue plate restaurant, because that has this amazing, spectacular million dollar view of the River Road. Yeah, and it is gorgeous. And it was the perfect, you know, beautiful day. We were outside. It was lovely. But in trying to find the best patio, mm-hmm. we were like. We had like three great options Mm. and they were the same options that everybody else knows about. And I got to figure other people have great ideas. Oh, sure. In fact, I would refer you. I I feel like um, MSP has like they do a whole spread on patios every summer. So because there are tons, everybody, you know, is about the patio, especially now that they have dogs. A lot of patios are dog friendly. Right. And what I want to avoid is rooftops. And oh, I'm not, there's okay. a time and a place for I was going to say, one of the best rooftops is Four Bells, because it, it looks over downtown in Loring Park, but you don't want a rooftop, just a patio? Uh, this day, particularly, we were looking for a patio. Okay. Especially What's for, the difference? Well, first of all, I, in my experience, oftentimes the rooftops are more adult-focused. Okay. And this was a family experience. It's number one. Number two, there's less shade coverage, shall we say, on a lot of rooftops. And I prefer the shade being of a fair complexion. Um, And I just, like I said, I just, I almost feel like it's, those feel like they're more adult friendly and we needed a family friendly place. 
So that's why we were specifically looking for a patio. Okay. Uh, we have gotten a couple tweets, and uh, Sonia said, uh, Coalition and Excelsior, or Gianni's and Wyzetta. Great people watching and food. And that is, that's great advice. Yeah, you have a nice view of the lake, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Megan said, O'Brien's Public House in Shakopee has a great patio. It's right across Highway 101 and 1st Street from Huber Park. Good food and people watching. I feel like there's going to be a lot out of the city. You know, like um, in addition to Gianni's, you have, um, what is that place called? Six Smith. Yeah. um, Which is just down the road. And it looks literally right. I mean, you can sit on the lake. So if you want a lake view and then there's, what's that uh, one on Lake Minnetonka that everyone goes to? Maynard's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've got Charity on the line. Hi, Charity. Where's the best uh, patio in this town to eat on? I like to go to Stillwater because you can look at the river and there's Petey Patties right there. And there's also the Freight House and they're large and they can accommodate a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a destination. Yeah. See, thank you, Charity. That's a really good, you know, I, I, too often I count out some of the like Stillwater because it is a drive for us. And oftentimes we are just trying to like get there, eat and get back. And so it's good to hear these places that are a little ways away for times that we're able to consider them. Let's go to Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Kelly, where's the best patio to eat on in this town? Well, I have to say that we go out with our kids a lot. And so I like a patio that is kid friendly. Yeah. And in Maple Grove, the Lookout Bar and Grill has the greatest patio. Oh, Uh, they have a huge playground for the kids with a play set. They've got their beach volleyball um, courts or like the sand volleyball courts so the kids can play in the sand and you can sit there, they eat, and then they run off and play on the playground. It's awesome. Get out of town. Yeah, it's really cool. Okay, noted. This looks, I'm looking at it right now. It looks fantastic. Thank you, Kelly. All right. Thank you. There's um, Psycho Susie's, which is along the river. And why do I always think of that as, I mean, I know it's kid-friendly. Why do I always think of it as only adults? because it's Psycho Susie. I mean, it just sounds like, you know. And we had actually talked about going to Betty Dangers and going on the uh, Ferris wheel. I have a fear of heights, though, and my husband thought about that and whether or not that would create a happy Father's Day for him. No, yeah. The answer turned out to be no. No. Uh, Matt's on the line. Hi, Matt. Matt, where's the best patio in this town? I've always liked Burger Moe's. Oh, yeah. The views, I don't really think of the view, but just the decorations that they have out on it just make it seem like summer. It just feels like summer sitting out on their patio. Okay, where? Tell me where that is. Over by Lake Calhoun, right? I, yeah, and I think it's across the street from the downtowner. Yes, I, I, I go downtown like once a year for food, and I remember going there, and I just always remember they've had one of the better patios I've been at. All right. Well, thank you very uh, much, I'm, Matt. No, I'm not thinking of that. I'm thinking because of somewhere else. I feel Burger, like what's that? Burger Joe's. Burger or Jones. Burger That's Jones. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Burger Moe's, though. I got to remember that one, too. Okay, Brenda's on the line. Let's get Brenda's suggestion. Brenda, where's the best patio in this town? Hello? Hey, Brenda. Hello? Hi, Brenda. Oh, hi, sorry. No worries. Hey, um, so I live southwest metro, and we like to go out to Waconia to um, Lola's Lake House, which is on Lake Waconia. Ah. It's beautiful. Great food, and you're sitting right on the lake. Okay, see, I've never even heard of this place. So these, I'm glad that we did this because I didn't know that there was. And we find ourselves in Waconia, believe it or not, quite frequently because of baseball. Oh, there you go. So now I know. Thank you so yeah. much, Brenda. That's great. Um, oh, yeah, that looks good. Okay, I got to branch out. 
We got to get out there and eat. There's on all some sorts of good patios. neighborhood places too, right? And it's not too far from you. Tiny Diner has a really nice yep. um, outdoor patio area. Um, yep. I do like that one too. I really like the Leaning Tower of Pizza's new patio. Uh, do you mean the one on, on, Lindale. on Lindale? Yeah. Okay, we used to eat on the patio there all the time. Do they have a new patio? They have a new non-smoking side patio with fire pits. Okay. And nice umbrellas and a whole bar. Look at that. That's on the outside. Look you know, that. I have never been to Leaning Tower in all of my years Are here. you serious? Yeah. We used to go there like weekly. I love the Leaning Tower. Of pizza. That's the only, that's the closest I'm going to get to the actual Leaning Tower, if yeah. I'm being perfectly mm. honest. It's yeah. true. Yeah. I feel like you'll be closer someday. I mean, probably not. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get to the bottom of what's going on with Kendall Jenner's choice in song. What's going on with Kendall Jenner and her can of Coke? Uh, I see. We seriously want to know. This is a big question. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bradley, why are we wondering about Kendall Jenner's Coke? It's a mystery we need to get to the bottom of. So let's bust out the Cobra Gang, shall we? Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're it all stems from some photographs of Kendall Jenner and a Coke. Literally, just a can of Coke uh, and Kendall Jenner. So she was spotted, and we have to thank um, Diet Prada. I think, Holly, you were the ones that brought Diet Prada to our attention. Yes. 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 Um, and do you want to just tell people who Diet Prada is real quick? Diet Prada is an Instagram account that likes to point out hypocrisy, f- copying, fakery in the world of high fashion and pop culture. We also love that. Yes. Right indeed. up our alley. So all of a sudden, there are these photos of Kendall Jenner in a dress. We'll get to that in a moment. At a bodega in New York, which is basically a little, you know, corner store, picking up a can, a can of Coca-Cola and not just any can of Coca-Cola uh-huh. their latest incarnation their latest flavor orange vanilla uh-huh. and part of the can has an orange color because it's orange vanilla yep well that orange color interestingly interestingly about the same color of the dress that Kendall Jenner is wearing like it's the same color it's the same damn right? color and there are these photos of her and uh, that she has posted on social media. Now, those photos were not taken by a news agency. It is understood that those photos were taken by her people. And it is literally a series of photos of her, um, you know, buying the Coke, holding the Coke, drinking the Coke, walking with the Coke prominently displayed through the street in full makeup, yep. hair, yep. jewelry, uh-huh. accessories, working it like pew pew choo choo. Like, oh, like you want me to think Kendall Jenner just happened to show up for this. Again, not making ugly in between faces like the rest of us would be. Yeah. If we were walking out of a bodega holding a Coke. Exactly. We'd be making ugly in between faces. And again. And probably eating a Twix bar. And one real of- talk. Yeah, thank you. Or like two cookies, a bag of Funyuns, 
and a couple other things too. Probably a little I didn't Debbie's. want to get deep into our gluttony, but yes. <sighs> okay. <Yum. laughs> the top photo. One of the other photos is like. I think meant to look like the security camera, the photo. surveillance photograph. And can I just say what's weird about that photo? You can't see this on uh, the article that I posted for you, but you can if you Google this again. Kendall Jenner holding a can of Coca Cola. There's a there's I think like a couple cans on the counter and some other stuff. The can is opened at the register as if it's just there's something going on especially when you consider these photos were taken by her and in fact she says as much oh um, she just busts out with it yeah um but what i wanted to get to is the following kim kardashian is known to hire a photographer to take her paparazzi photos yes and this is one of the things that's pointed out by um jezebel who you know, kind of looked at everything. They saw the post by Daya Prada and Daya Prada was like, um, is this an ad? And remember the thing that's so fascinating about this is that Kendall Jenner was a Pepsi spokesmodel for a hot mm-hmm. minute. Like the hottest minute. And so, then that went down in a blaze of not glory. Clearly. So here she is all tricked out at a bodega in New York city, grabbing this can of Coke. It wasn't any Coke. It was the same, you know, it's their new flavor. Also the same shade of color for her dress. Yeah. And um, they're her photographs. Now. Um, and if I can just really quickly, because lest you think that, like, how would we know that they're hers? Literally, she tweeted, or Kim, oh no, that was Kim's that's tweet. That's a reference okay. to Kim's tweet because, and, and Jezebel points this out, we already know that Kim hires a po- um, like photographers yeah. to do her paparazzi photos. Yep. So it's very likely that, you know, Kendall did the very same thing. And makes it okay for people to share them all over the place. Yeah. And in fact, like is inviting people to share the photograph, which by the way is great viral marketing for Kalk. Yeah. Well, and they say, so Jezebel lays it out clearly. They're like, um, my angle on the story is different. How on earth did Instagram, this Instagram moment emerge? Why did paparazzi follow her into a bodega? How did they have the time to photograph the exact moment she purchased the Coke? We already know that Kim hires a personal photographer to stage paparazzi photos because she's told us as much. Um, So all of these things add up to clearly there's something going on. Now, they suggest perhaps perhaps this is literally a photo shoot for a new campaign that she's going to do with Coca-Cola. Yeah. Um, But whatever it is. I mean, we better find out about it because. That is not coincidence. No, it's right? not not even in the least. And sort of the posting of them in the first place, probably. And this is kind of what I am fascinated by about 2019. Is Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. That in 2019, an ag- or like an agency or a corporation doesn't just hire a spokesmodel to just do the pictures and then they do a traditional ad campaign. Yeah. No doubt part of the contract included Kendall Jenner as an influencer using her social media to do exactly this. So the moment you think that any of this is just her boasting or bragging about this, you know, Coke that she got at this bodega while she was on a photo shoot or whatever. No, this was all meticulously choreographed. Mm -hmm. And even the questioning of it, even the sharing of it is orchestrated. There are probably other influencer types that, glommed onto this and started sharing it. Oh, I'm sure. And it's even entirely possible that somebody at Jezebel got word that they were tipped off. Yeah. Or they just know that, you know, you do this, you just randomly have her go out and get a Coke and you're like, take some photos, whatever, knowing full well that this, we're going to be talking about it. And guess what? what Because if we're talking about about it, it, that means that, you know, clearly... It has gone through the machine because we're, you know, at the bottom of the food chain. So if we're talking about it, that means they've already achieved their goal, yeah. which is to put this out there. Check that off. Ding. Also, she does look great. She does. Yeah. I like that dress is. And she doesn't look awesome. as fake as the rest of her family. That's, well, that's I think what is Jenner. refreshing about Kendall. That's why I look at her. Just and I like think, that can of Coke. She's beautiful and refreshing, just like a Coca-Cola. Mm. I'm thirsty for a Should can we? of Coke. Are you? Should we all get one? Yeah. But I wonder what made me feel that way. I actually want to die, Dr. Pepper. You do that, okay? Okay. Go get one. I will. And when we come back, we'll have some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about. We call them D-bags after this. We've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We hey. have a name for those celebrities, and that name is. Dieberg. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your bag to douche today? Uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Oh! Righty then. Oh, right. Here's why. And I'm I'm a little bit on the fence about how I feel about this, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but I still think it's kind of debaggy. So in an interview, he said with the Holly, Hollywood Reporter, by the way, that it's a part of the close up with the Hollywood Reporter. He says that he does not take selfies. He does not allow uh, fans to take selfies with him. He won't take a selfie with them. Okay. Why? Uh, he says, quote, uh, I don't feel there's a pressing responsibility to please everyone. I'm not unkind to people, but I would much prefer saying, hello, and who are you, and what are you doing today, to giving a selfie. Because selfies stop life. <laughs> what? I think what he means is like, in, when somebody requ- asks requests a selfie, it stops you from interacting with them, and it turns into just a picture taking opportunity. You gotta live in the now, man. Okay, so it's a. This is why it's like, dude. Okay, here's why I think it's d baggy. You're a cel- You have to acknowledge that you are a celebrity. You have to. Yeah. If you are a celebrity, you have to acknowledge that that is part of your vocation. That is a non negotiable. 
the the notion that you are so living in the moment as a celebrity, Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. that you would rather have a personal connection with every person you meet than just let them take their dumb selfie and go away. It's like that's for you, but for the person who sees you in, in that fleeting moment, they what they want is a memory of that. Yeah. And your Asking them who they are and where they're from, while lovely, and would create a moment that. for them. They don't want that. They don't also, want to be your they friend. can't show that conversation their to their mother. They can't show that conversation to their Instagram followers. They just want the dumb selfie. Just give them the stupid selfie. Holly, you were going to say something. I was just going to say, like animated. Jim Carrey really wants to get to know you. Yeah, he doesn't. That's the other thing is it's insulting to the person to make them believe that you actually really care. Or are going to remember this. Because you're not, Jim Carrey. Just let them take the stupid selfie. And actually, actually, that actually creates the ability for you to go on with life. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I just think that's obvious, right? Celebrities are there. I've never understood it ever since um, our good friend. What's her name? Which, Which one of our good friends? Uh, We've got a lot of good friends. Rosie O'Donnell. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh! Stop giving autographs. When she only, was like, "I'm only gonna give uh, my uh, autograph to autographs kids. children." I was like, "That's that's cute. I see what you're doing there. That's dumb. You're a celebrity, <laughs> and you were you were a, a non-celebrity once, and you were obsessed with celebrities. Yeah, and you can't tell me that you wouldn't have wanted their. Um, and just because you're over the age of eighteen doesn't mean. You don't still have a fondness for celebrities and deserve to have some sort of, you know, interaction. Now, do I think there are a time and a pl- there are times and places to have celebrity interactions? Yes. We had this whole conversation about going up to people at dinner. Were you here with the Chip and Joanna Gaines story? Oh, no. Uh-uh. So they were here locally, probably for Target or something, and they were at uh, a restaurant. And people were coming up to them constantly. Yeah. And they were super nice about it, apparently. But I was like, that's rude. Because yeah. it, there is a diff. And yes, they know they're in public. And yes, they know they're public people. So they shouldn't be that surprised and in the grand scheme of things. But generally speaking, I would avoid interrupting people while they're eating right. food. Right. I, that's just to me, that just seems like a move that you don't do. But I think it's totally acceptable if you see them out and about or in the, you know, in the in the wild to just go up to the celebrity and ask for it. And if they don't want to, they'll say no. But I mean, I shouldn't feel bad for asking. Right. Right. And again, like if somehow saying like, I won't I won't grant selfies because it stops the moment. It gives this impression that Jim Carrey thinks that he can somehow control how people interact with him by his either allowing or not allowing a stupid selfie. Yeah. Yeah. And you, again, you are a celebrity. This is part of what comes along with celebrity. Every job has some parts of it that you love and some parts that you maybe don't like as much. It'd be, it's interesting because I think of like my job, my job is a little different. Our job is a little different. So I try to think of like, okay, like if I, let's say I'm back at target and I'm in the corporate world and I said, you know, if somebody was asking me about my job, I'm trying to think of something that I despised. 
about uh, that job. It would be like, oh, I know. So it would be like evaluation time when you had to sit and, well, first of all, we had to like come up with our own evaluation and then, you know, your boss would share what they thought and like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So it'd be like if I came to my boss and gave them a rational explanation for why I didn't feel like I needed to do that that thing. Yeah. Nice try. Yeah, it's not going to change it. That's not. That's the that's policy. not what you that's signed part up of the for. job. Exactly. So, like, I'm sorry, you're not happy with the thing that you you're being rewarded for on a regular basis. It just it smacks of debaggy. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Good. Then I'm not conflicted anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't be conflicted. Okay. At all. Good. I'm done. Yeah. Um, I want to be conflicted about this. Not really. I just want to talk about Megan McCain. Now, here's the thing. She came at Joy Behar. This show is a hot mess. Is like a dumpster fire at this point. It is. It really is. They're just yelling and screaming at Reflective each other. Reflective of another dumpster fire I know called the world. The world. <laughs> but there's still hope. Mm-hmm. There's hope for us. Yay! Um, but <laughs> I want to play this little exchange, and it's Megan. Mc- You're going to hear all sorts of voices, but essentially, you've got Megan McCain is going to come for joy. Um, the also, I was uh, debating whether you should hear all the lead up. I don't think you really do because it gets political. Obviously, these two are on, on the opposite side of the the political aisle. Um, Whoopi comes in to try to be like, Hey, rein it in. Stop it right now. And then Megan, I think you're going to hear Megan McCain first. Let's have a listen. Okay. Just trying to. Here's the thing. Oh, don't feel bad for me. I paid to do this. Okay. Don't feel bad for me. Before he headed to Florida. Hold on. Other bitches. Here. You and I call each other bitch all the time. We'll be right back. Okay, can we play that again? Because wow. it c- comes in hot. Listen again. This is Megan McCain right, talking. Hold on a second. Sorry, coming to Joy or coming at Joy Behar, and you will hear her say, "Well, she's going to call her a bitch." So, okay. Sacrificial it- Republican every day. Well, oh, I'm just trying to. Here's the thing. I, oh, don't feel bad for me, bitch. I paid to do this. Okay. Don't feel bad for me. Before he headed to Florida. Hold on. Other bitches. Here. You and I call each other bitch all the time. We'll be right back. Wow. Like, I know she tried to have it both ways there at the end by like, oh, Joy and I call each other bitches. If I said to you on the air, Colleen, oh, calm down, bitch. I can't you <laughs> that. I mean, I'm a man, so that'd be a little worse. But if Holly said to you, oh, calm down, bitch. Oh, I'd let Holly do it. Thanks. I'm te- I'm totally teasing yeah, you. Yeah, but you get what my point I is. I do. I fully get what your point is. No. Well, she has the finger wag out yeah. too, and that, and you're missing that element by just hearing what Megan McCain has to <laughs> Don't say. Don't feel sorry for me, bitch. This is what bo- bothers me about that show right now, and that interaction is indicative of this. Mm-hmm. Is it paints a picture that a two people who have differing views can't actually have a civil conversation. And B, that women, when they are no longer able to have a civil conversation, Mm -hmm. resort to calling each other bitch or like... She just goes from zero to bitch. To calm down, bitch. (laughs) Well, it was I'm sorry, it wasn't calm down. I kept saying that. It's, uh, don't feel sorry for me, bitch, which to me is 
roughly, you know. It's, it's similar. Uh, the finger the, and the thing and the, the tone. The sentiment Don't is feel sorry for me, bitch. Don't I, again, feel sorry in, for me. In what setup do you feel like at any one of the conversations we have on this radio station, would anyone feel comfortable speaking to another one that no. way? I almost said Lori and Julia, but I don't even think they would talk no. to each other that way. And they're actual not. friends. Yeah. And like family. Yeah. I think what they do is put a little bit. The of, rest of us are not actual friends. No, <laughs> I don't even know what your name is again. No, um, but back to the show uh, or back to the view. Yeah, I think that they put like some stanky in their water, some stanky water there because spicy stanky water. Is it brown? brown? <laughs> oh gosh, is Tony Robbins a producer there? No, it's just like I think they're like you know. They're encouraging them yeah. to do this, which is shameful. If they're not, and really that's the way Megan McCain thinks it's appropriate. I could never do this job. And here's why. Because even like I, we can have a lively debate yeah. like about really contentious things. I am not afraid of that at all. Um, but I could never talk to somebody like Joy Behar and call her a bitch that way. It just wouldn't come out of my mouth. Right. If I was angry at her, it would come out in other ways. Yes. You would hear it. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I wouldn't get angry, but I would never to a woman, to a woman who helped create a world that I am now able to succeed in. I could never even lovingly call her a bitch. Well, and, and I, if I did, I would feel horrible. Yeah. And I hate to bring this up, but it, but I, but this is one of my issues is Typically, the person who pops off at a, jo- a Joy Behar or somebody else on that show is the person who's representing the youngest generation. Yeah. And I don't think it paints that generation in a great light either to have them. It's just it isn't respectful. Now, that said, I don't I found Joy to sometimes not be particularly respectful to the people around her at the table well, either. And-, and she's equally reprehensible for that this is why i debated even doing this because i knew instantly the minute i would call out megan mccain people would say well you're only doing that because you don't agree with her politics or whatever well a i don't know how you know that b you're probably right c um (laughs) but it does that that's not the point that i wanted to make because i'm willing to let people who have again i know the rest of the world has a hard time with this i don't find it particularly hard to you know appreciate whatever megan mccain's contribution is to the world just because of her political beliefs like that's not a problem for me it is for some people and i understand that so i didn't even want to get into that because i agree i think joy behar can get a little you know in the same way frustrating when i think if even if she has a good point to make she's maybe not doing her best job making the point right and I think she can be very dismissive of people like Meghan McCain. But in this particular case, I wanted to make the point that I don't care who you think you are. I mean, would you talk that way to Barbara Walters? No. Oh, what? God. Would no. you talk that way to Whoopi Goldberg? No. So no. what makes you think you can talk to Joy Behar that way? Thank you. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a little Jonas bonus for you. Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas... And uh, some adjacent news, <laughs> Jofi. After this, I know it just sounded like I said a whole bunch of words. Trust me, it all makes sense. Sit there. Well, we've been moderately obsessed with Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas and all their adjacent Joni. And uh, so we've been so obsessed with them that we've created a whole segment around their antics. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. 
streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It's time for a Jonas bonus. It's time for a Jonas bonus. Somebody needs to let these people know that we've done this. There's a radio station in Minneapolis that created a segment for you. To which Priyanka Chopra would say, excellent. Excellent. Our plan is working. Well, and I love that you chose that nefarious, you know, excellent. Because apparently she's a right-wing extremist. What? Yeah. An Indian right-wing extremist. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Okay. What do you know? So (laughs) I'm trolling through the internets, and I love a good Priyanka Chopra story, don't you know? All in. Mostly because she's just an amazing lieutenant. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Talented woman at what she's able to do. <laughs> and by that I mean get people to talk about her and give her money and free stuff. Congrats. And she's also a very accomplished actress and talent. Yeah. She was in Baywatch, one of our favorite yeah, movies. She really excelled at her role in that movie but apparently okay so i saw this headline actress priyanka chopra creates social media stir with rss inspired khaki shorts and at first you know i will admit my ignorance i thought when i saw this do you know what rss is yeah like a rss feed yeah like a podcast feed yeah i was like podcast inspired khaki shirts (laughs) like what is this so then i learned that apparently rss stands for and i'm gonna butcher it rashtriya swayam sewak sang or some such thing that's uh i'm assuming hindi uh a hindi name for a right-wing group in india that is marked by their khaki shorts and an outfit that bears a striking resemblance to the one that Priyanka Chopra was caught wearing the other day. So, okay. <laughs> so the internet thinks. I, just, I don't know if I can subscribe to this newsletter yet. What I'm, newsletter? I'm just saying I don't know that this theory is working for me yet. No, I don't believe this story for a minute. I think they were just like poking fun at the thing that she was wearing but to me the hilarious thing about this story about priyanka chopra being being a right-wing hindi hindu extremist um is hilarious because this just means that whether it's india or whether it's my talk 1071 we are all in on the priyanka chopra conspiracy theory like we are like we are watching her right and we we are keeping our eyes peeled. We see you, Priyanka. Yeah. So we whether see you in your knee brace, she is wearing her knee brace. By of the way, she is. yeah, with her um her her boots. 
The RSS, by the way, is the parent organization of the ruling Bharatiya Janata Party, which is known for its nationalist views. And uh, they've stopped officially advocating that their members wear military-style shorts like the ones that Priyanka was wearing, but many of their supporters still wear them, along with khaki trousers. Wow. Uh, that is a style choice of the Hindu nationalists. I didn't know that Hindu nationalists had style. Neither did I. But apparently they do. And uh, RT, Russia Today, take that for what it's worth. Thanks, perhaps. She's a secret agent. Well, she did play... She did play an agent on Quantico. Oh. So which true. is where and she, she was a baddie in Baywatch. Which is where she sustained her knee injury. All I'm saying is nothing. Yeah, but, but she's, she's a Hindu extremist. But she's saying something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and have, so are we. Yes, exactly. So Chonus bonus, you had referenced earlier Jofi, which is Chonus adjacent. Yeah. People don't understand these words. Jofi is a combo platter of celebrities just like Jonas. Chonus. So whereas Chonus is Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas, Jofi is... Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Well, remember how they got married on the fly in oh, Vegas? yeah, totally on the fly, spontaneous mm. on the Vegas Strip. Diplo was there. Yes. Oh, but he got the in whole trouble because he oh, wasn't but he supposed to the private experience that nobody was supposed to know about and was completely surprised, even though they had printed out cards to hand out to celebrities they don't even know, to show up for this not-publicity moment. Ridiculous. Anyway, remember, one of the things we learned is that when they got married unintentionally on uh, Elvis Presley and Lisa Marie's... No, Anniversary. Priscilla. Uh, it was Priscilla. Not his daughter. Awkward. I do that all the time. Those two, for me, are always the same person. Anyway, um, you'll remember that they got married the same day that, as I just said, Elvis and uh, Priscilla, Priscilla did. Yep. Well, that was just the first wedding. They're going to have their real wedding in France. Oh, really? France. Oh, thank. I love the fries there. And the toast. Yeah. And the kissing. And you'll remember... Um, the berets. They're, yeah. Okay, stop. <laughs> they're planning on throwing a larger bash in France with their whole family and not Diplo. What's interesting is, just like they got married on a very specific celebrity date, yep. right? Significant date for another famous couple. They're also getting married at the same time as another famous couple. Oh, really? Who? Like a double wedding thing or... Apparently, Zoe Kravitz and Carl Glusman. I don't know who he is. Do you? Uh, no. Hollywood, no. No, I don't. Oh, he's an actor, apparently. Oh, good for him. He's appeared. <laughs> Congratulations yeah. on your success, Carl. He's appeared in several films, none of which I recognize. But Zoe Kravitz and he are also wedding in France that day. So I just feel like at this point, they're basically wedding parasites. Yeah, they totally are. And if I'm Zoe Kravitz and they probably and knew Carl Glusman, I'm a little bit like, you guys, get off my wedding day. Jerks. I know. I kind of feel like they have to be friends. Like if I had done my homework, I would have looked up to see if they were friends with Zoe Kravitz because something tells me they are. And that just makes me... Um, I feel like Zoe Kravitz is too cool for them. Probably. Zoe Kravitz being the daughter of Lisa Bonet and Lenny Kravitz. Like her wedding's going to be so much cooler than the other one. Yeah, it's going to be super hippie for sure. Yeah. Apparently, somebody is having troubles with this, though. Who? Jason Momoa. Oh, is he invited to both? Oh. Yeah, because he must be friends with... He's Lisa Bonet's husband. 
Oh, are they married? Yes. Lisa oh. Bonet. Yeah, is Lisa Bonet. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Remember they wore the matching on the red carpet? Well, Lenny, Zoe is Lenny and uh, Lisa's, Lisa's daughter. Lisa's daughter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yep. so Jason Momoa is screwed. Oh, but wait, why is he having trouble with this? Was he invited also to yeah. Sophie Turner? Because of Game of Thrones. Oh. oh. Put him in the middle. He'll probably live stream it. I don't know. I hope not. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what lifestyle celebrity do you not have any time for? Oh, God. Like, you kind of love to hate them. Lifestyle personality. Think like Gwyneth. Think like... Giada. Exactly. What lifestyle personality do you not have any time for? 651-641-1. At NetApp, we'll bring the love of cloud. You bring your passion to change the world. With NetApp, you'll experience secure access to your data anywhere, anytime. Running your apps on the clouds of your choice. Machine learning and automation to optimize infrastructure. It's time to unlock all of data's possibilities. What we're doing with the cloud is just the beginning. NetApp, for the love of cloud. Tap the ad or visit netapp.com love to see how amazing the cloud can be. You made it. Here. Finally. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of that place you've always wanted to go. You know the one. It's nice. Even the kids like it. This place is so cool. And they never like it. Mom, can we go to the pool? Look at that. Not even asking for the Wi-Fi. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. 